You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. You're listening to the Josh Adams Podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Yes, yes, After Dark. I'm a different guy right now. to another episode of the Josh Adams podcast is Detroit after dark Detroit is different Detroit in quarantine you know what I'm saying Detroit is different after dark nigga I be forgetting to say that I just be saying a bunch of random shit all right we finna go live in this thing uh we sitting here with my dog Kari Fraser what's up sir what's happening what's happening aka Wade where that come from uh just you know alias rap handle working in excellence that's where that's at Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we out here kicking it. We watched a little bit of the uh, Nelly and Ludacris versus. I wanted to wait because I know half the world is over there watching right now. But it's like, nigga, I, want, I got shit to do. And I ain't really trying to be driving around when I ain't supposed to be out late. And my insurance ain't about shit. And they get pulled over and they take me to one of them FEMA camps. So, well, at this point, um, I think you may be good on that. But I feel you. You don't want to roll the so? dice. Yeah, you don't want to roll the dice. I feel you. Oh, I thought you knew something that, I, that niggas didn't know. I mean, technically, they saying that, you know, for, I mean, they letting people out of jail, let alone, you know, they, they not enforcing as much. Yo, yo, they let niggas out of jail. We, yeah, man. It, it feel like, nigga, you got, like, some diplomatic community. Like, you can get off with some shit. Like, anything other less than murder, they might be like, man, go on your ass to the house because they can't really take you to jail. Yeah, yeah. That's what it feel like. Yeah. Political ratchetness. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Political ratchetness. Um, I hope everybody good out there. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully uh, y'all out there doing y'all thing. Y'all safe. And um, ain't a lot of bullshit going on in your life. And you kicking it, man. We uh, Kari came to me uh, this, early today. We was going to do one anyway. Mm-hmm. But he came to me with some shit. Like, nigga, and was excited about it. Yeah. And, uh, I, I didn't know. How did you even come across it? Man, it's a uh, it's a couple websites I go to. That just have different news about black people. Mm-hmm. And then it's a couple websites I go to that just give different news about just like travel shit. So the travel shit be like the dudes that be traveling, like the expats. And then the black websites had it on that angle too. Uh, so this is about a black politician that ended up caught up in a scandal. Uh, and man, like so many angles of this story too like it involves podcasting Mm -hmm. it involves internships it involves wife it it involves a powerful powerful black man and just powerful men in general and then powerful black men and women always have expectations for niggas that they shouldn't have you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. or they act like they don't know what come with that nigga being with that guy like that's the yeah. that's the thing that bothers me when when I look at it. So we gonna we gonna we gonna play some of it. We we gonna play all of it. It's only fifteen minutes, right? Yeah. We'll play it enough of long. it. We gonna we pick gonna, through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm trying to get this right right here. Go ahead, you know, Kari, talk as you to getting him. all of that whole thing right. Uh, basically, right now, uh, two weeks ago, it was a podcast that was released called Mistress for Congress. 
So MFC, Mistress for Congress. Mistress for Congress was where a lady stepped forward and told the story about how she had an affair with a sitting congressperson. And uh, she was an intern at the time for a sitting senator and just the whole get down to this. And she uses this platform of podcasting to heal and tell her story about the affair she had. And the start of this podcast hit off where a lot of people were like, what evidence do you have? Who is this about? What is this about? Mm -hmm. And through her Twitter page, she revealed who she is and also who the congressman is. And the congressman is a sitting congressman in Nevada. So this whole thing, if you go, I'm guessing, you know, um, if you go like uh, to live or uh, any news sites, uh, uh, diff different information, you're going to find out about this story as I'm guessing it's going to kick up more steam. But Stephen Hofstra or Horsford. Uh, yeah, Horsford. I'm, I'm not sure how to even enunciate it because it's like H-O-R-S Horsford, Stephen Horsford in Nevada um, got caught up in a scandal where right now he even stepped down from his seat in Congress. So she, not she hit only, that nigga that hard where now, nigga. He stepped down, bro. He had to step down. from. He had to. He probably was forced. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, from this whole thing, yeah, he had to have been forced, but it's still... A lot of hearsay, but I guess she must have the receipts where he was like, "Shit, I'm shook." But mama, but but receipts about what? Like now, if we talking like some old uh, Kwame Kilpatrick and old girl mm. type stuff. What was old girl name again? I forgot her name. Christine B. Christine Beatty type shit. It's like, how is that rocking that nigga to the point? It's like, all right, he got some pussy on the side. Like, all right, he messed up. Like, nigga, he shouldn't he shouldn't be nominated for husband of the year. But can the nigga still be over in Nevada, nigga, where one of the most grimiest cities in the world is, nigga? Where what happens in Las Vegas stays in Las Vegas, nigga? I mean, it's one of them things where they saying that he runs on how can you trust him in a position of power? when his wife couldn't trust him. That was one of the things that she said, even in her podcast. She was like, he needs to step down. He needs time to heal. She said that? Oh, I she did hear her say that. that in the end. He Who is she to, to say down. that? I'm just telling you what she said. And it's other apart. people. It's other people that feel that same way. So when I heard this story, and it's three different podcasts, all a matter of like 15 minutes, where she tells her story, I was like, oh, shit, this is right up the alley of something to talk about on yeah. the Josh Adams podcast. Yeah, because it is. Like, as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, this is out of control because, I mean, and it's only five, you say, each episode is only like five minutes. And I think it's just the under, this the, this the overplay for the underlay. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, she finna drop a book and it's about to be a bunch of other shit that come with it. So, I mean, nigga, she ain't slick at all. You know, when it comes to what the fuck she got going on, it's like, bitch, you got some other motives behind it. So, uh, uh, like people in podcasts, I mean people in the on the IG live world that's that's bouncing between this and Nelly and Ludacris, nigga, our Wi Fi way better than theirs. So bounce back and forth, it's gonna be up. But we're gonna be playing we're gonna play the her shit and pause while we talking about it and mm -hmm. dissect the shit that she's saying while this is going on. You know what I'm saying? So y'all stick with us. Let me know if you can hear it, if we need to turn it up or whatever. I know it's good on the podcast side, audio side. If y'all need us to turn it up, let me know. We'll make the necessary adjustments. So whenever you're ready, Kari, yeah, right man. now we are playing her actual podcast. These are from her audio memoirs. And basically he controlling. Hopefully we won't run into no Nelly shit. None. Uh, because uh, mm. CJ Hands, what's up? All right, so here we go. Yeah. Week by week. 
of my affair with a sitting congressman that began in 2009 and would span over a decade. This is my story. It was 2009 when we met. I was 21, he was 36. I was in my last year of undergrad. I was a full-time student, worked a full-time job, and was also an intern for a U.S. senator. I was hardworking. It was one of the things that he said he admired about me. One of the things that made me special. His favorite word to describe me. Time out, dude. All right, now, how many how many times do shoot that play? What's up? What, uh, you special shit? Yeah. Nigga, every bitch special if you give me some attention. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody special if you giving me some attention, dog. Like, if you sitting around kicking it the way we supposed to kick it, yeah, you special like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and then she talking all and running her. So the first thing she doing, this is how you know, because she gassing us up. I work hard. I was an intern for a U.S. such and such, and I was running around doing all this. So when you have time to put a dick in your mouth of that caliber, that's what I want to know. Wanda, what up, boy? All right, here we go. Since I was a kid, I had heard this from my parents, that I was special. From a few teachers and professors, too. Did you fuck them? For some reason. <laughs> when I heard it from him, it was louder. I really believed it. It gave me a new confidence that I had never had. So how did it all start? Remember I told you I was an intern for a U.S. senator? Well, at the time, he, my lover, we'll call him Bob for now, was a state senator. I knew of him and had seen him at some political events. Bob was handsome. He had hypnotizing eyes and a smile that made me vulnerable. That nigga wasn't that cold. He wasn't very physically fit. He wasn't fat or anything, just an average build. I liked it. To me, it indicated a man with a purpose who didn't have time to be in the gym every day. Mm -hmm. Me, on the other hand, I was working out every day. A routine I had developed while dating my ex, a college football player. Can you pause that for me, King? I was in the best shape of my... Now, see, that points... Now, nah, that, that's just right there. That's indictment number one for me. Okay. Now, she... If you hear that, I think that's either somebody, Hemi or the Purge, just started the alarm. Ain't no teller. Ain't no teller. Yeah. You know, we over here off Davidson. People yeah. drag racing and shit. Yeah. But as you heard her say, you know, he ain't have a good build to bottom. She ain't give a fuck about that because he a nigga with money, for one, and power. So outside of that, she said he didn't care about the gym because he had other purposes. But she said she worked out every day. And I paused it a little too early, but she said she works out every day. And she got that from a habit she got from her ex-boyfriend who happens to be a college football player. She's mm -hmm. a she she chases, she caught chases. She wasn't she didn't get that from a nigga who was on the uh on the on the road team. He was out there uh the, yeah. on, on crew, rowing crew and then like yeah. that. A nigga who played college football, probably at a D one uh school, probably uh, one of the top five, you know what I'm saying, uh mm -hmm. conferences. And now all of a sudden she got her heart broken by a politician. This is all she do is reach for niggas with clout. That's all that is, bro. And when you hear what she say next, all she doing is building herself up to attract these kind of niggas. Please continue. Shape of my life and had double D implants that I had saved up and bought for myself. A she threw years some motherfucking her. twenty inch Lorenzo's on her shit. <laughs> and she at, worked wait. out And then we gotta think about this too Double D's at 21 Come on now You can't so, I mean, It's not like Double D's at 21 You know what I'm saying Even if they on the cheap side of the game When you 21 How much bread is you rolling with You ain't you. Somebody, how, where you getting that cheese from to, to get these augmentations done to yourself You know what I mean At 21 in college Yeah and your, and your titties are already sensational at 21 Even if they little But to go double D up You going for the big leagues The majors You you up there like Okay you got a poster of Monica Lewinsky on your wall And you trying to create some scandal out here in the world mm -hmm. Double D titties dog Big ass double D titties What is she white black What is she She black She did. She was a little light skinned A little, yeah, a little yeah, lot yeah. of looking situation So she may be mixed 
she may be mixed. Mixed with some bullshit. So <laughs> she 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 worked out. She dates college football players. She has some double D implants put in. What do that got to do with your with your political aspirations? Like I never knew when you to be a president, you got to be at least thirty five, born in the United States. They never said nothing about your dick got to be a certain size. So what do you need big titties for if you were to you intern in for a U.S. Uh, congressman? Like that's why her her story just ain't got a lot of validity to me. Bitch, you on bullshit. I told one of my girlfriends about this handsome state senator. Little did I know, her response was going to be that she went to church with his younger brother and she would ask if they want. All right, do we believe that? <sighs> this bitch. Do we believe that? Do we believe that it was happenstance that her girl just happened to have a connection to him? And the fact that that was the church to make it seem like it was some beautiful. Uh, connection that happened like oh I, I happened to go to church with his younger brother no you ain't no church nigga y'all out there fucking around at stadium over there in Washington nigga that's the strip club Wale and all them go to <laughs> if they wanted to have drinks this girlfriend Wait. of mine was fearless a Hold trait up. I really bought for myself for myself a couple years prior I told one of my girlfriends about this handsome state senator Little did I know, her response was going to be that she went to church with his younger brother and she would ask if they wanted to have drinks. This girlfriend of mine was fearless, a trait I really admired about her. Why didn't go to Bible study? Why didn't go she to the club? She reached out and got drinks. a response pretty quickly in the affirmative. And the four of us had plans to have drinks a couple days from then. Time out. This is also why I pull a red flag. Shout out to D. Bennett. On some real shit. Like, let's think about it. You know, church is a, a communal place. Yeah. So, like, in that communal place, it ain't that many people that's going back and forth where, like, you know, you may have somebody phone number or yeah. something. But if uh, if Deacon Jones hit you up with a text like, hey, let's meet up at the club and go get a drink, you'd be like, uh, unless I already been fucking with you outside of that place. But that's how I know she threw that church on there, nigga. That's just uh, the freedom you have when you writing something to be like, hey, let's just say we met up at the church. Because like you said, in reality, if I know you from the church, we ain't really getting down on nothing else outside of the church world. That's like people yeah. at your job. You be like, I, I, nobody in my job follow me on Instagram. I don't want them to know how I'm living outside of the job. So Unless you, you really build with them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's just hard for me to believe that her. That she knew this guy's younger brother and they was like hey let's go have some drinks and that's how it happened it's like no nah, nigga they was fucking around before all that dog all shout right, out to my nigga a buck what's up buck here we go the four of us met at a nice lounge bob and i had an instant connection he told me pretty early on in the evening that his wife and him had been having marital Hold troubles on pause real quick. and were separated Hey, shout out to everybody that just jumped on here. Yeah, uh, with uh, T2 Times, bad.com. Right right now, man, uh, we are playing the excerpts from this young lady who created a podcast to expose a U.S. senator. Yeah. That well, she was fucking. Well, congressman. It's called Mistress for Congress. Yeah, so I want y'all to come on and be like, who is this white woman? Like, just turned into the book club. She did, she did a podcast in like five minutes. What's up, mama? Congratulations on everything you're doing. I see it. I love it. And, um... We just basically going through and listening. This is her. These are the episodes from her podcast or audio memoirs. And we just kind of breaking it down. So basically, she and her on a bunch of bullshit. She got some double T titties put in to attract a powerful nigga. Because obviously, ain't nothing going to attract a powerful nigga more than some double D titties on a big booty light skinned girl. As you, whenever you ready to hit play on it, I just want to make sure everybody that came in was on point and know what was going on. All right. And then she left off at the point saying... He told her when they met up for drinks. Mm -hmm. So this is the first time they having a personal interaction. Yeah. We meeting up for drinks. Yeah. 
me and my wife going through something. That's the first thing he say because that's the first of all, like that's the top three lie we gonna tell you anyway. It's like yeah, we going through some things right now. Hey, yeah, me and my wife really ain't getting um. You know what I'm saying? Shit ain't working out. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's the first thing we do before we try to eat your pussy over at our brother house. <laughs> <laughs> After a few more drinks, we were passionately making out in this lounge. I remember being in shock. Like, I couldn't believe this married politician was acting this way in public. But I was enjoying myself too much to stop him. He must have come to his senses after some time because he suggested we all go back to his brother's apartment, which is where he was living Hold on, pause. Shout out to JB one time, one of the funniest comedians in the world, one of my OGs who I came up under. Not passionate about, not, they was passionately making out T2 times out in a, um, some random bar. Lounge, that's what she said. At a lounge out in Washington, D.C. That's where they at? No, nah, they uh, they may be in Nevada, but oh. they could be in D.C. Because you're right, because she under a senator. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. It could be a in US D.C. Senator. So yeah, that's why yeah, I assume yeah. all this was going, because she was saying he was traveling back and forth, yeah, but he yeah. moved. So, wow, wow, boy shit. So what was you about to say? I was going to say, being that she framed it like, I couldn't believe we was out there passionately making out, quote stop, unquote. Stop tongue kissing a nigga out in the world. In public. And then she said he came to a census to say, let's go to my brother's house. Like, does she really think that he came to a census to say, let's go this to the cut? This is what he do every Wednesday. This is what they do. <laughs> every Wednesday, his brother be like, they, that's the shot brother routine from the five heartbeats. Like, man, my brother going through a lot right now, man. He just don't know what to do. He ain't happy with his lady. And he gets you to the bar, gets you a couple shots of tequila and you, whatever y'all women drink, Alizé, Neho, Nessie, you know shit going bad Hey man We passionately tongue kissing Out here at this lounge Let's <laughs> go to my brother house So I can do some wild shit to you <laughs> T says She ain't even Know if he had the hurt She ain't care if he had the hurt But she ain't gonna tell that story Cause she might have been hurt up Go ahead We went back to Bob's brother's apartment And continued to drink and talk At some point in the evening Him and I ended up in the bedroom And had some of the roughest sex I had had to date Rewind right, now, right there. Can we rewind that a little bit yeah, so they yeah, can hear what they're saying? So they just left from passionately tongue kissing. Shock. Like a, he must have. Come. Okay, okay, my bad. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So are we set up because yeah. I want people to get this and feel what we're saying here. So now from the lounge, they tongue kissing. Go ahead. I just want this for uh, effect. Go ahead and just, and then we gonna comment wherever you was from. Right, stop it. All right. The senses after some time, because he suggested we all go back to his brother's apartment, which is where he was living at the time. We went back to Bob's brother's apartment and continued to drink and talk. At some point in the evening, him and I ended up in the bedroom and had some of the roughest sex I had had to date. I figured he was just working out some of his life's frustrations, but I would come to know that this was just his style. He All right, now, time out. This is where I was stopping it. Okay. She ain't take, like, no accountability in none of this shit mm -mm. to say we just ended up in the bedroom. Nah. You, okay, you call your girl, mm -hmm. and then your girl like, hey, I know him. We can all meet up for drinks. So you accept that, which in reality, I think you, you knew your girl knew her in the first, knew him in the first place. Off top. Like, either either the, the play was you knew your girl knew him, or this was already a play. So you told your girl to set it up, but you already knew what it was, and was like, hey, set the play up so we can get back to the yeah. house, and I can fuck this nigga. She ain't take no accountability. We ended up in the bedroom. How the fuck you end up in the bedroom? For the ladies that's in here right now, and if y'all want to chime in, you know y'all can get in on live. Y'all can be a guest and we can kick it. Are y'all, when y'all when y'all out messing around, do you not take 
responsibility for the actions that you out there providing at that time. Do you not sit here and be like, all right, I'm going back to fuck this nigga knowing he had a girl, even though he ain't happy, which that's no excuse for you to be out here tongue kissing niggas out into the lounge and going over his brother's house and doing the Watusi. So that's no excuse for doing that. And not only is he taking you to the house to make to fuck you, he beating the pussy up. Like some of the roughest <laughs> sex you had. This nigga is in there Rocky Bell boy in your shit. And you talking about I just thought he was taking out the frustrations. <laughs> Why would he take the frustrations out on you? But then she says, I come to find out this is just how he put the pussy play together. Hold on. Darius says, somewhere his wife wouldn't be. This is a normal weekend for Dar, but she don't get it. And then Darius said, he said his his position of power ultimately got him the draw. Almost definitely. JB said, if you can't remember when you went to the room, you don't remember what happened. That nigga talking about the Quaaludes. But see, J- JB grew up in a different time than we did. Mm-hmm. That's when it was bloop, bloop. You know what I'm saying? And I don't even think that, she get the dick. I don't even think it was that because she remember... How rough the sex was. She, was, she, she remember was, she was having there. more drinks at the. So they left the lounge to go to the brother's house. Yes. To have more drinks. Yeah. And somehow she ended up in the room. And the people missed this. This all started from the church. Shout out to my nigga uh, Armand, uh, Detroit Mafia Medals. It all started from her friend knowing his little brother from church, her young, his younger brother from church. And now we fast forward into the future. He got his thumb up her ass and he beating her <laughs> pussy up terribly. And he just dogging that pussy out. And she thinking to herself like, oh, well, maybe he's just taking his frustrations out on the world or his situation out on my vagina. All right, so we're going to keep going. Ain't nobody forgetting the roughest sex of their life. I grew to like it, too. In fact, I loved it. I became addicted to it. Those before him were irrelevant, and sadly, I would learn those after him wouldn't matter either. We began to... So, obviously, she liked the pipe he was laying. For sure, for sure. Most definitely. So, I mean, this whole concept of her thinking that his sex was rough... We got to also remember she 21. So at 21, and he's 36. She may not even really have tried a lot of shit. Yeah, she wasn't being introduced she, to none for real. Like, you know, uh, that college football player was, uh, what's up, Steph? She got I mean, the He was probably like 21 too. She put the shock emoji up. Hey, we playing excerpts from this lady, uh, this young girl who was, uh, I joined the live to Future's thumb in somebody's ass. Yeah, we all on that tip. Steph, let me catch you up real fast. Uh, this girl put a podcast together where she was talking about how she was messing around with this U.S. senator or governor, and that's how she's exposing them through this podcast. And these are the excerpts we playing about her having the roughest sex <clears throat> of her life with this nigga. And she said she grew to love it because you're 21. You don't know nothing. You just, bitch, you, been, you just was hunching the other day with jeans on. Mm-hmm. And now you got a 36-year-old man who's in the, who's in the politics them is the nastiest niggas, as you know, <laughs> sticking Legos. He pulling Jenga blocks out your ass because you young. You don't know no better. He powerful. And he been finessing bitches for about 10 years. You just getting in the game. You know what I'm saying? You just getting out of high school. This nigga been a pro for 14 years. So whenever you ready, Kari. We going to rewind a little bit to get some of that. Him and I ended up in the... We went back to Bob's brother's apartment and continued to drink and talk. Real quick, Paul. At some point in the evening, his, his, him and I... His real name ain't Bob either. His real name ain't Bob. She does come to expose his what his real name is later on. That's that's her whole thing is like, I'm going to lay... I, I, just keep listening because I'm going to expose... Okay, this is his name. Well, she exposes his real name on the day of his birthday, and then she's going to let us know who she is eventually too. So, my bad. Go ahead. Him and I ended up in the bedroom and had some of the roughest sex I had had to date. I figured he was just working out some of his life's frustrations, but I would come to know that this was just his style. 
He liked it rough. I grew to like it too. In fact, I loved it. I became addicted to it. His Both wife don't like that though. Relevant and sadly, I would learn those after him wouldn't matter either. We began a relationship that resembled dating. We would meet for drinks, lunch, dinner, and most importantly, sex. Eventually, he moved out of his brother's and began staying at a friend's house who was working out of town at the time. I bet you he never stayed at his brother's house. And that's what's so crazy about this shit. No, you know how many times I told a girl I lived somewhere else? (laughs) And I had some place to go. It was just like, bitch, I'm out of town right now and other people, man. But this is where I live at to you. Because you're 21 and you don't know no better. And I'm going to text you and call you when I want you to know you you only know what I want you to know. Best friend, what's the deal? And you only know what I want you to know. And 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 the fact that he was dogging that pussy like that is because his wife wasn't doing that. Like we try shit with you that we know that our girl don't want to fuck ain't with. It ain't go fly. It ain't or go we, fly. Or he was practicing on you. So who knows? But in reality, he probably wasn't fucking his wife like that. He was dogging that pussy because you was 21 years old, flexible, and your bones don't pop when he push your legs all the way back to your chest. And he liked that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you fucking your girl. He's like, damn, man. You know what I'm saying? We getting old. Well, it's other layers, too. I mean, she 21. She basically get down from the first time you meet her. With your your wife, she the mother of your kids. She know your mama. She know your auntie. Like, you handling business with your wife. Hold on. Comments. Darius said he had made her forget the past and everyone after him. Good dick can can, can, (laughs) can't. This nigga said Darius said, good dick can't compete with Dangalang John. Wild boy behavior. Uh, what Steph say? Hold on. Steph said uh, he made. Uh, Steph said she said to date, meaning she had rougher sex after that. Oh, it got crazy, nigga. He was probably bungee cording in that pussy. You know that power driver when you push a motherfucker legs and her neck kind of bent down and he <laughs> dipping down in that motherfucker sharp, like that. The sharpshooter. Yeah, he had that bitch in the sharpshooter on her ass. He put that bitch in the rock bottom. The, the, she the can't Canadian take. <laughs> she can't take any accountability because she got in the game. Bam, T2 times said it. Two times for T2 times. I would go there, or he would come to my place. I was living in a condo that my older sister rented to me. She was working in Hawaii at the time, but I had a roommate, which made things a bit precarious. She had been my best friend since childhood and knew about Bob. I trusted her and knew she could keep a secret. Bob was thoughtful. I remember one night we were both tired and didn't feel like going out to dinner, which was our norm. Bob told me to meet him at his place and that he would pick up sushi for dinner. His only request was that I wear a mini skirt and knee-high boots. I was tired. I remember it being cold out that evening. But of course, I did as he asked and threw on an Armani trench coat over my outfit for a little something extra. All right, hold on real quick. Pause that. Sex came before soup. Now pause that. And we're going to rewind because I want to get that part. Okay, so he already requesting things over because as an older nigga or just a man in general, you tell her what you want and she's supposed to give you that because you got an Armani trench coat and you a 21-year-old bitch who got fake titties. He paying for a lot of this. Of course, you're going to put the mini skirt and he need high boots on. <laughs> but, <laughs> but she was like, he was thoughtful, though. Yeah, he was so thoughtful. Like, he was thoughtful because he was like, yo, come through with no drawers on. <laughs> yeah, he had a request. He was probably punching her in the pussy with his fist. Let me see. T said, only request. Is this a real story? This a real story. This, yo, a, this ain't no fiction. This, this is all, it's all factual. Mistress for Congress. This a real story. This yeah. scandal is breaking, like, Right now, the dude just stepped down from his seat in Congress. Yeah, we waiting, trying to get him on. She said, I'm coming back. 
I'm coming on the back end. Yeah, I mean, I guess everybody that's coming in now because of the Nelly and shit go with. Hey, that's cool. Them niggas had they run, but right now we got a we got a bitch who out here finessing the politics. She seen what uh Christine Beatty did and was like, I can do better. <laughs> she said I can get a book deal. I'm not going to do no jail time. I'm finna expose this nigga. This nigga done stepped down. He was a, he was a big wig over there in Nevada, and this nigga no longer is around. It's real. It's shout out to it's dot real TV. Shout out to Frankly. Uh, what's up, Frank Lee's. Frank, I'm sorry, Frank, is that Frank Lee's? I'm sorry, I can't even say that. Frank Lee's Comedy. What up, nigga? I might have fucked your name up, but nigga, I'm trying to read on the fly, and these comments coming, and I don't like reading out loud. So, uh, yeah, so now she, at this point, uh, this is still the first episode. She's in an Armani trench coat with some knee-high boots on. In a skirt. In a skirt, and he's got sushi on the way. And she went, Lyles, my bad, nigga. Frank Lyles. Frank Lyles, what's up, boy? They always one up on us. What's up, Hoss? What's the deal? Everybody coming through choice. What's up? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I can't keep going back because there's people who've been here and I can't do that. Y'all should y'all went to fuck with Nelly and Luda. Should have been fucking with your baby. But just try to catch up. Y'all just, just in the comments, y'all let niggas know. Mistress for Congress, this is a real story. It's all real. Oh, my shit just went on. He gave me a greeting card just because. Pause that. Hey, my bad, y'all. My shit just paused. Hold on, y'all. I don't know what happened. My shit just literally went off. That's because all this other shit going on. You went Nelly. Yeah, this shit looked like it was on, and this shit just cut off. Damn, ain't that a bitch? He don't. He don't went Nelly. He went out here. What's this lady called again? Uh, this mistress for Congress. Mistress for Congress. You said uh, what is it? ratchet politics or something like that? That's mistress what for you Congress. Mean. And mistress for Congress. <laughs> Man, threw my whole little shit off. See a nigga get some shit running. Now he won't knock me down. <laughs> nigga got some Hey my bad y'all This shit just went off What up though Don uh, Everybody get back in here And we gonna start this back up man They don't want us to come out here And speak the Speak up Truth to power Man Boo We locked in And you see what I put up under there So you know If you feeling good Put some in that cash up Yeah we talking this mistress for Congress It's the story of A young intern For a senator that met a state senator at the time and started a affair with him. Yeah, basically. And this is her revealing that. You, honestly, so, she being like very vengeful, in my opinion. Like, she could have picked a better way to expose him. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, uh, Kelly Price had her had her godfather call and check the nigga and this is Mr. Biggs. <laughs> How you doing, Mr. Biggs? She didn't start a podcast and get this nigga R. Kelly impeached. Yeah, from so uh, his job. She started a podcast, and her podcast, Mistress for Congress, has led to this congressman stepping down. Yeah. So we're going to keep it rolling. Mimi Love, let's get it. He wrote a sweet message in the card about how special I was, and he signed the card, Yes, We Can. <laughs> My girlfriend, who was responsible for setting up the initial meeting, gave him the nickname Pause. as a nod to President Barack Obama, who had been recently. This was Barack Obama, y'all. <laughs> That was the cliffhanger. And, and and she dropped this because Michelle had put out the whole becoming shit, talking about how great her life was. Barack Obama was out here fucking a young 21-year-old intern and telling the bitch she was special and telling him to come to the crib to eat sushi with a mini skirt and some knee-high boots on, with some knee-high converse on. He wanted her to have some converse on. She'd say, not. No, it was not. No, I'm going to let that live a little bit longer and see how many more people join. <laughs> I'm out here besmirching niggas' names. I'm playing. It wasn't right. him. Go ahead. Recently elected. 
If I didn't already know I was in love, this gesture confirmed him. Bob was a good communicator. He would stay in contact by phone throughout the day, texting or calling. It was more than I could say for any of my ex-boyfriends who had far less going on. It made me wonder what could be so wrong in his marriage. He was great in bed, thoughtful, supportive. But of course, there was a lot I didn't know about him at the time, and a lot I didn't know about life in general. Stay tuned for episode. <laughs> All right, now time out, dude. All right, that was the end of the first episode. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Time what? What you tripping on? What I'm tripping on is her point of saying a lot I didn't know about life, but not even just that. But she threw every other boyfriend under the bus saying he made time, he was present, he was this great of a guy. I don't know what's going on with his marriage, but it's almost like she styled on all her exes while basically propping up a dude while propping up being a side like this is almost like the inner workings of a side chick or something yeah 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 like I mean and they hear women if women like you they gonna justify everything about you I just put up a picture y'all that's dog right there and that's old girl right there so they can actually see a little picture of them right here I wish I could pull it down so y'all could see more of the thing but nigga you know we can only do so much over here with what we got on Instagram but yeah like I mean when a girl like and I, if women in here speak truth to that right now like when y'all like a nigga Y'all will justify his actions. Like I see this meme all the time where they say, "You see them red flags from a from a mile away, but them bitches be looking like six flags, and you just want to join the ride and fuck with that nigga because you just you wanna you wanna like him." And like she said, he's just such a great commun. He said he's such a great communicator. Why his his marriage ain't working? Because that nigga got a dick and he want to put it in everything. <laughs> And he's powerful. Look, T two times says sure will. Bad 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 one .com said we do. Like this is all real, and I'm here to admit it. Like that's what I'm saying. Being a powerful man, like nigga, it, it's hard for me with the little power I got to keep my dick in check. The, 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 the little the little love I get. So, I, but I'm 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 better now. Believe that. But like nigga, imagine being the governor of Nevada, where you can go anywhere and do whatever you want and have access to anything. You go to any sporting event you want, and that ain't just in Nevada, nigga. You juiced up everywhere, so you don't think you're gonna get a young twenty-one-year-old intern and do her dirty out here and do it. I mean, he, he did her dirty. Niggas ain't shit. I would never not say that, but she not gonna sit here and act like she ain't no like she a victim. She joined the rat. You seen the flashing lights before? It said, "Bitch, the cliff about the end right here." You seen it, but you just held them big ass fake titties up a little longer, and in your Armani trench coat, you kept riding. I'm telling you. All right, here we go. Episode two. This episode two. Oh man, what the fuck? This nigga car phone just got cut off. But <laughs> shit, shit is tight out here. It's far weird as hell. Yeah, y'all gotta forget that. Do we have to hear that part? Not necessarily, but it's like fuck. I am your host and ex-mistress, love. This is Mistress for Congress, an audio memoir told week by week. Definitely not a victim. Thank you, T. T. You real as fuck. That began in 2009 and would span over a decade. This is my story. What happened here? All right, pause. All right, Ash, this girl, uh, this girl basically got played. My nigga, hey, what up? Shout out to NYC in the building. Shout out to everybody that's coming in from the Nelly and uh, Ludacris Conscript, man, with your Air Force Ones on, your throwback jerseys and your grills. Uh, we got a congressman, man, who here, he got holes in different area codes, and this girl right here, for some reason, <laughs> yeah, 10 years, T2 times, from 2009 to 2019, met this girl when she was 21, and finessed her for all the way till she was 31 years old. It has to be a record. You know what I'm saying? For the pump fake. 
uh, for somebody to take the hesitation like that, it's out of control. And we just playing episode two of the excerpt. You missed the first one. He fucked her rough. He uh, fed her sushi and told her. He told her a friend like, I got a wife, but I'm just not happy. Shout out to my nigga Lamar Willie in the building. We got a movie coming out sometime in the near near future. I can't wait for that bitch to drop so I can get some more money and more pussy. And um, <laughs> so you can so you can get the sushi game going. <laughs> so no, I don't want to do that. Open mouth kissing in lounges. <laughs> what she say, making out? And they was tongue kissing because I mean, niggas. I don't know if y'all know this about guys, but the older we get, we go back to being young. Like we was young, we were tongue kiss, but then we get to the age now, we like, man, we just want to fuck something. We don't want to kiss you. Now he an old creepy nigga at the age of fucking forty six. He tongue kissing bitches. At a bar He like fuck it I'm tongue kissing you And so what if they see me I'm the man around here That show you how much power He felt he had Oh so a side chick story That went left No that went right That's mm-hmm. how a side chick story Always go Name one where it went the way That you thought it was gonna go Hey wait wait It is a lot of sides That work their way Into being mains Who Oh man I know personal stories oh, nigga, my if, it if it ain't nobody That niggas know Like you I mean you talking about Something like nigga Alicia Keys was she a side nigga? Yeah. I thought he straight up was through with uh, no. M- Monifa. No. He wasn't through with Monifa? Mm-mm. Oh. Kevin Hart wife. All right, yeah. Onika. Onika, whatever her name is. Okay, I guess she was a little side on the side. And then Ain't she no got, little. <laughs> and then she was on the side and got played. But then that'd that be my thing. Like, y'all mess with powerful niggas and then get mad. They come when, up from the side. And yeah. then get mad at the symptoms of being with a powerful nigga. That's how you got him. You met this nigga out here. He was lit. <laughs> you kicking it. And you you beat all them other bitches out. And now you not as fast as you used to be. Your lifespan as a, as a, as a woman it's like an NFL running back. You got a strong eight years before the next nigga that come out is better mm-hmm. and faster and stronger than you. So I'm just telling you, man, niggas always at the combines looking for new talent. Niggas only clocking 40-yard <laughs> dashes and motherfucking <laughs> shuttle times and all that shit. So now this is episode two, getting into it. So just to try to catch you up. And then it's kind of go back to the podcast from the other day where you say some of this shit is almost like, Entrapment and molestation. You got her. She tracked him down. She called her homegirl yeah. that she knew was connected to him. They said, let's meet up. And in that meetup, she ends up ponying down first day. Like, it was already in her mind when she called her girl and said, I met this guy. I really like him. I think you know him. Let's meet. Like it was in her mind to manifest all this shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they got it. They they, they have a, a shelf life, Abe. Yeah, they know. I mean, I mean, we all do. You know what I'm saying? But guys are we different? We different. We always go with the youth movement. We like younger the better. You know what I'm saying? Well, especially for that rough sex that she said. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, that he, wild he, shit he you... fucked her roughly. He choked her out and uh, he did some wild Get shit. Get down. Too. Get down. So all right, we're gonna play the episode two. <clears throat> I thought I might run for office someday. I had watched the person who supervised me as an intern at the U.S. Senator's office go on to run for office, and the prospect was really exciting to me. The U.S. Senator I was interning for was up for re-election at the time my internship was ending. I was about to graduate from college, and I had decided to take a year off before I would start law school out of state the following fall. Because of my ambitions to run for office someday, I accepted an internship at the U.S. Senator's campaign office so I could learn that side of things. By this time, my affair with Bob had been going on for several months. I began asking for clarification about what we were doing and inquiring about a future together. Not that I... Time out, dude. Time the fuck out. See, that's 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 already the line step. You playing what yourself. are we doing in the future together? That's the beginning of the end. 
soon as you say that at all. Like y'all fuck up a good time with having to with needing some type of clarification. Like if you just sit along and enjoy the ride, he said it, mistake number one. Like if you really want to get a if you really want to get a nigga and keep him. Don't ever say nothing. Like, if you kicking it with don't a nigga, don't ever say, what are we? What are we doing? Just kick it with the nigga. Do what you've been doing. You'll fuck up and look around, and y'all been together 12, 13 years. Like, damn, and you the only one because you never won. You know how you're going to beat them bitches? Because they're going to eventually say that. What is we? Nah, man. What is we? I'm straight. Where we going with this? And you're going to look up 15 years later, ain't never said that, fucking them, eating sushi, and next year you know he like, I might as well go ahead and marry you because... You outlasted all them bitches. It's a it's a it's a marathon. Nipsey wasn't saying that. The marathon continues. What are we? I need clarification. Don't ever do that. Any any man in here ever asked a woman, what are we? We know what we are. Not that I had any idea what that would look like. I was 21. He was 36. I had plans to go to law school. He was a state senator. He had multiple children. I didn't have any. We were at such different places in life. In hindsight, I was not ready for the responsibility that came with Bob, but it didn't matter at the time. I just knew I wanted him. Bob wasn't making a decision with respect to leaving his marriage, or at least he wasn't communicating about it with me. My insecurities and pushing for answers started to cause problems in our relationship. At about the year and a half point, I started to feel Bob slip away. We started seeing each other less and less until that turned into not at all. <laughs> Communications became seldom, and when we would communicate, it typically led to an argument. Mm, mm, he wouldn't mm. tell me that he went back, but I knew I was devastated. Oh. No one in my family. Let me let me tell you why you knew, because as much as she want to act like she didn't have information, she knew everything. She knew he had a wife. She knew he had kids. You in the you in the you in the politics. Like if this is the game you in, you know any and everything about everybody. So to even act like he needed to tell you something is stupid. You was playing dumb because you was sitting around hoping that he was probably gonna do some shit that he never intended on doing. You knew that he never gave you the he never gave you the any type of inclination that I'm finna leave my wife. He just said me then the bitch tripping. I'm standing at my brother's house right now. He didn't. <laughs> And that's my thing too. I don't believe that, dog. I don't believe he told her, "Hey, yeah, me and my wife fell off. I'm staying here." She knew what they was doing over there. Y'all was fucking over there. She just telling the story to be like, "Oh, well, he made me think he lived here." What kind of? First of all, why you fucking a nigga that ain't got his own crib? That's thirty six. Okay. Secondly, what nigga that's in the politics live with his brother because he fucked up? That's how I know your story got too many holes in it. Shout out to Chop one time. You know what I'm saying in the building? What's up, Bob? Ain't uh, JB said. Bob ain't slip away. He dropped her like an empty Tim Hortons cup. He he let her go. Yeah. I mean, on some real shit, like she said, once I realized that he would never leave, he never was planning on leaving his wife. Never in your wildest dreams. Even right now, as he's stepping down from Congress, I bet you ain't planning on leaving his wife. No. Nah, no, nah, his wife probably gonna dosey do on him, but you know Possibly. Anything about the wife? The wife? The wife? No. You know your nigga. You she know what he doing. She know where he at. Like she know what brother's house mean. Period. And then and then and, and waiting to exhale. You don't think my man, the nigga who's fucking Savannah, his wife didn't know where that nigga was at that whole time with the deep voice, the nigga from the Allstate commercial. Oh yeah, yeah. Stay from new. You wasn't saying that when you was fucking my brains out, Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Savannah. <laughs> <laughs> we be sitting. Hey, one second. <laughs> Whitney Houston walk up on him. <laughs> Whitney Houston walk up from behind him. <laughs> and he's like, God damn it, Savannah. Oh, my nigga 
was tripping. My nigga was mad. She was like, you need to away. You weren't saying that when you was fucking my brains out, Savannah. <laughs> he cut into her ass. Like, bitch, you know what was up when I was coming out here to fly to Arizona to fuck you. You knew what was up. Nigga daughter was sick and everything. He was like, should be all right. My wife keep calling. God damn it, Savannah. That nigga was mad. Little motherfucker, boy. Hey, you know what's fucked up? He he basically the same character in Love and Basketball, too. He was. And that's fucked up. He got typecasted. Nigga, it was like, he all right, we need you to come over here and cheat on your other way. You wasn't saying that when I kept you in them Gucci's and them diamonds. <laughs> he was, all those meetings, you wasn't saying that when I kept you in Gucci and furs and diamonds. That nigga was a savage to them bitches. He let them know, like, bitch, I do what I do. <laughs> you knew what time it was. And that's my thing. He, was, he wasn't shit. And we not... We not denying the fact that Q Daddy in Love and Basketball wasn't shit. But we saying is don't discount your role in it. We all play the role in this fucked up game we playing. Mm. When my family knew about Bob at this point, I was incredibly depressed. And because there were few people who knew, there were few people I felt comfortable turning to. I needed someone to talk to. So I got up the courage and told my mom everything. We had always been close, and I hated hiding this part of my life from her. She was everything I needed in that moment, understanding, supportive, but also real. I knew I had to accept that Bob was gone. I suppose he was never really mine to begin with. He was. I focused on my internship at the U.S. Senator's campaign and getting ready for law school, and that just kind of carried me through. The U.S. Senator would go on to win his bid for re-election, Honestly, I can't even say that I was happy about being a part of his successful re-election. At this point, I had become disenchanted with politics and just wanted out. Pause this real fast. It all reminded me of Bob, so it was good timing for that. Ch- all right, first of all, badwood.com actually fixed it. Uh, we, we had that. We had the. Uh the line wrong just enough in the savings to keep your fine ass in Gucci and gold when she was talking about the money just enough to keep your fine ass just enough in the savings to keep your fine ass in Gucci and gold and then uh, T2 Times says so she told her mama she was horn and this is what I want to point out is that women once they so into a nigga that they motivation no longer is focused on the thing that that was most important to them like you was in the politics and the dude that you was up under one and you was like I don't even care no more cause nah this nigga Bob done Left my life mm-hmm. Like that gave your life Like women Explain that to me Like why do that give y'all Like why do that give like, y'all purpose Love like, can derail a woman whole Like when people keep asking Like what happened to Lauren Hill What happened to Lauren Hill She ended up marrying that Marley dude mm-hmm. It changed the trajectory of She had you know Zion and the other kids and shit yeah. But she left She left Fuji's with that Wyclef When, when her and Wyclef fell out Mm-hmm. When her and the Marley dude fell out, it, it just spun her. Yeah. Like, why do that Why do that happen? Like, women, like, explain that to me. Is there some truth to that? Like, some of y'all got goals and ambitions out there, and then y'all running to get them. And then y'all, it's almost like once y'all get a man or think you might have found that other piece to you, like, you know, that, that's going, you know, your other, your other half. Like, not to say you ain't complete already, but this thing that's going to make you better and make him better. How come it's like, all right, everything else that I cared about before that don't mean nothing. I'm putting all my focus into this this person. Like, do y'all do that to studs? Like, I just want to know, like, like how does that work? Like, now, explain that to me. I do think that some of that is the archetype of... You know the 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 way society looks at the role a woman plays, because in a lot of ways, when you talked about Michelle Obama, Michelle Obama had a lot more going for it than Barack Obama as a as a partner in a law firm and all that shit. Oh, she did. Yeah, man. Damn, I didn't know that. So like, you know, like sometimes. 
because of society and other shit. Like now I'm a mother, so now I gotta be a mom. You know, like it can it can change shit. Yeah, I think they nature like like naturally they just automatically be like uh well I'd I'd rather be a mom than be whatever Michelle Obama was finna be a partner in a large law firm mm-hmm. other stuff become more important it's like well I'd rather push this nigga to be better than what he is right now Ash 05 said it's easy to get lost in a person it's up to the woman to get to continue uh woman to continue to go after her dreams yeah I mean I I just noticed that a lot of like you said a lot of times motherfuckers just kind of stop doing what they doing. To be a mom, like like nigga, uh, fucking what's her name, Serena Williams really ain't been sweet since she became a mama. I mean, and then that's another thing that society do too, where she got to be headstrong because society looks at a woman, looks at a woman in that role differently as a mother than society looks at a father. So like, mother is you know it's supposed to be like, in the house making cookies. It's an extension. Boo-boos. Oh, really? More so, like just your kids are an extension of the mother way more than the extension of the father. If the father like has the home in check, you know, as they say, putting food on the table, mm-hmm. then like the the manners, the the character, the discernment. It's a lot of other shit and social pressure that go on for a woman to be like, nah, I'm gonna be a mom, but I'm gonna stay on my grind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's really wild. Like I said, I got married the first time. Let me see. Let me take this down because I'm trying to get everybody up on, make sure everybody knows what's going on. Uh, she said, I got married the first time young, and the first thing my mama told me was to make sure I finish school. They say you get comfortable. Damn. Niggas don't do that. Niggas be like, nope, I got to go do a comedy show. Like, niggas see, is out here n- still The trying grind to- go harder for the dude. It go like the opposite. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, 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 bro. That shit is wild as hell, dog. You know what I'm saying? But uh, all right, man, we finna get back into this episode, too. Wait for that chapter to end. Fast forward to law school. Having not properly healed from my experience with Bob, I ended up in an incredibly toxic relationship, which produced a son. It was an extremely challenging time juggling motherhood and law school and trying not to let my relationship drive me crazy. Bob was still married to the same woman. I would hear from him every now and then. I had shared with him the updates on my life, including that I had had a baby, and he expressed that he was happy for me. Shortly after graduating from law school, I took a trip home to interview at a few law firms. My relationship with my son's father was hanging on by a thread. If I got a job back home, that would be my way out for me and my son, and I had family there that would help. Now, that's something else that I think women do often. What? They will look to escape a situation with a man by relocating. So you see, to escape the Bob situation, you gotta move. she flew across country. Yeah. And then she ended up, as she says, because she was still healing in another toxic situation yeah. where she almost don't take no accountability for the dude she had a kid with either. No, she don't. While you, in to, law school. To get over a nigga, she got up under another nigga. Exactly. And that's why everybody moved Across to, the country. Yeah. And then she says, all right, now I realize to leave this other guy, I got to go back across the country. To move away from this nigga. So it's like, hey, everybody can't move to Atlanta because you're heartbroken. Okay? You got to figure this shit out at home. You only going to Atlanta to fuck around and meet some nigga that's probably going to rap. And he going to fuck you. And he going to meet a foreign bitch and fuck with her. out of the He going to do some other shit. Doja Cat or something else like that. So if you got your heart broken in Detroit, figure that shit out here. Don't move to Houston. Don't move to Atlanta. Stay your ass at home and figure it out. Okay? You can't keep 
keep moving around and jumping up in and um, jumping on different types of gigs to figure it out. You got to get yourself right. Take that vision board and put a picture of yourself in the center of that bitch and be like, what do I need to fix about my motherfucking self? I mean, I got in a toxic relationship. All your relationships been toxic. <laughs> when you think about it, is it, have you not been, like, name a relationship you ain't been in that wasn't toxic. Because obviously it was toxic because y'all because it didn't work. So for some reason it was toxic. That's how y'all get down. Like it was toxic because it is, and no. that's dismissive, and it takes no personal accountability. Nope. For what was going on? What was toxic about it? And really, the only accountability and the only solution is to move across the country. Just moving, and I got family there, and then they can help me take care. It's like at this point in time, bitch. How old are you? You know what I'm saying? Like you 25 or whatever you is, and then you. Hey man, people just tuning in, man. This, like I said, this is mistress for Congress. She basically let a lot of niggas in um, in the U.S. government fuck her. So, this is one of the niggas she's finna take down right here. It's a a, a black Congress nigga out of Nevada, and um, she got him together, bro. He was literally, I just you, uh, Kari texted me some shit. Where he was talking about the coronavirus. So he 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 just lost his job 15 minutes ago. Yeah, he was putting down. All types of protocols and everything, talking to the kids and telling them about nutrition and shit. And now because he got a little bit of pussy on the side, not a lot, just some rough pussy on the side. That nigga is unemployed, and now he make too much to get that little money. We get, I ain't get he mine, not so he can't get his. Nah, nah. I don't get mine, nigga. You can't get yours. At this time, Bob was not in public office anymore. He had lost his race in 2014 and was working in the private sector. Bob and I had communicated about my trip home to interview at law firms, and he asked if I would have dinner with him while I was in town. No, she had Bob a baby with somebody else. Bob was in town at the time, but work would bring him to town frequently, and it just so happened that our trips overlapped. I reluctantly agreed. I knew it was a bad idea. We met for dinner at a hip Mexican restaurant slash tequila bar. Instantly, every old emotion came back to me. It felt just like old times, though I was a few years older, and having a baby had blessed me with some curves I had never had. Pause that. Bob was just... <sighs> <laughs> All right. First off, she made it seem as if... She made it seem that it was happenstance and destiny that they met up. She know that both of them was planning to link up. And it was probably way more her yeah. planning her trip back around his schedule than anything. What's up, Deloc Diva 84? I appreciate the hard eyes. I don't know what that's about, but thank you for even being here. I was the Nelly shit. Uh, yeah. It so happens that y'all was in town at the same time. Whether it was her, whether it was him, whether they coordinated or whatever, nigga, he got money, she got a little paper. They was going to make it happen. And now she coming back talking about now she got some little curves on her. Look at T. Come on, curves. See what I'm saying? So Bob was taking her down through, taking her through their ass. Like, now she come back. She done got thick. So... It, it feel like old time. Ain't nothing old. Nah, bitch, you thick as hell. Like, you remember that, uh, you remember in Shane when Shane was sitting there bleeding and, and Peaches was like putting the shit on his head. And then she like, Shane, how come you ain't never took me serious? He like, girl, you a kid. I saw you stealing fucking from someplace shopping. Then she walked upstairs and then that ass was fat. He's like, I see something that has grown on you, Peaches. That's basically what this nigga Bob said the old girl loved. She was super thick out here. That You know what? When you have a baby, you get... Whew, and then she 24, so 2009, so 2004, she about what, 24, 25 now? 2014? Yeah, yeah, something like that. So on top of you turning 25, you get that thickness. You you automatically get that grown, 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 super thick. You you evolve, if you're a Pokemon, you evolve to your fine to, to that final form of what you're going to be until you get ready to fall off because you're not going to really work out after that. 25, and then you had a baby. Quit playing with me. Bob trying to fuck you. 
Bob was just as handsome, if not more. He was slimmer, as he had started working out after some complications with his health. He had some more facial hair, and the years had brought him some more gray hair. After a couple drinks, we talked about my relationship, and I remember him asking something like, you guys can't just make it work? I remember being so upset inside, like, no, I'm not you. But I remember just letting it go because I wasn't going to start this up again anyway. Bob's fucked up ways were not my problem. Bob was headed to a different city the next day for work and asked if I would accompany him. I declined, even though I was unhappy in my relationship. I wasn't going to be like him. (laughs) I wrapped up my interviews and headed back to my life. I couldn't stop thinking about Bob. I knew that if I gave him the green light, we would be together again, but I was adamant that I didn't want to do things that way again. If we were going to do this again, I wanted him all to myself. I didn't want to hide in the shadows. I tried to just put it out of my head. After all, I had issues of my own I needed to deal with. Soon after, I accepted a position at one of the firms I had interviewed with, left my son's father, and returned home with my son. Bob and I would remain in touch, but I was so busy juggling being a single mother and working that I wasn't really focused on Bob. Nothing with Bob would really materialize until about a year and a half later when I would get a call from him that he had intentions to run for Congress and he wanted my input. Stay tuned. I said that's 2015, but really what that was is that's that text where a nigga hit you up just to see, just a just a heat check to make sure he still got some, <laughs> some some juice with you. Hey, 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 what's up, love? This Bob. Um, oh, it's your baby in the background. How you doing? <laughs> oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's crazy. Tell him I said what's up. Uh, I just want to let you know I had some intentions for running for U.S. Senate. Just to let you know. I mean, I ain't really want nothing other, other than that to let you know. And then that's what like I just was thinking about your Bob. And that's all that best friend. That's the that's the play, man. Niggas do that heat check all the time. When we fall off, we can feel when you're not fucking with us no more. We can feel in our soul we don't have that that over you no more. We we sitting at the crib and be like, nigga be just sitting at the crib drinking water and be like, hold on, this bitch don't fuck with me no more. And you get your phone <laughs> and you call. We can feel it because when you have sex raw, it's called a soul tie. We got soul ties, and when and when, and when them soul ties start to break off and dwindle off. Like that, a nigga like, hold on, this bitch don't fuck with me no more. Let me get that call back Hilarious. and let me get the feeling again. I've been thinking about you. You know what I'm saying? I've been working out. I've been doing different things. You know, uh, I miss you. You know what I'm saying? I'm still with her, but in reality, this ain't really where I want to be. I wish, I wish things could have been different with us. <laughs> a nigga tell you that like it's your fault. Damn, I really wish shit could have been different between us, man. And she like, nigga, it could have been what you mean. It's just like, you know, she got so much going on with the coronavirus. <laughs> and it's just so wrong out here. But I mean, I just wanted to call and let you know I was running for U.S. Senate. I, I got to get off the phone and just hang up. And now he got you fucked up, the wheels turning. And then in his soul, he can feel it. Oh, I got the bitch back. That's Hilarious. how it works. Hilarious. That's how it worked. That was the end of episode two. Yep. So what did we learn? How do y'all feel? What's up, Gene Boog? What's the deal, my guy? You all right, dog? We just on here chopping it up. Like, what do like what did we take from that second episode that uh um that 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 we can use and add to our life as we get into the uh towards the end of our first hour on this show? Ain't gonna be no longer than no, ain't gonna be no whole four hours on this bitch. But uh, I mean, bro, she 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 had a husband. She don't really go into depth about what happened to her guy, but it ain't about him. It's about mm-hmm. this this guy who we not know his name. I don't I don't remember his name, but. She mm-hmm. she told us his name and in his third episode I think she goes into how she got back with him and I don't know I think they end up you know he end up raw dicking her some more so you know how we get down on uh, Josh Adams podcast we love the raw dick over here you know what I'm saying <laughs> it's wild boy behavior 
over here at all types of times over here. But now we only raw dicking our women. So we completely in relationships. We're not raw dicking everybody because gonorrhea is something everybody can catch. Now, nah, that's real. She didn't learn anything about the relationship in those six years. She didn't learn anything. Nah. Nah. And really, a year and a half ain't that long when she talk about like getting back to a city. She probably lived with her family first and then got her own place. Basically, when she was settled down enough where shit was clear enough, shit got down again. There you go, that crazy, hey, come crazy on like intro. That. So let's see. Exclusive content and weekly podcast in between our weekly podcast episodes. Again, the Twitter handle is at M, the number four, C underscore 2020. Do we miss that One shit? more thing. I want to be fully transparent oh, with here you. here go. Love isn't my real name. It's my pen name. But this is my story. Steven knows exactly who I am. I promise to reveal my true identity soon. So just to recap, last week's episode ended Oh, with so we missed the part where she kind of exposed all the other shit yeah. about him. Stephen so Horsford. hold on, y'all. We're going to go back a little prior. bit. So she, she go into this handle way, like most, art, most authors do where they don't say their name. And be like, oh, whatever. And it's her, it's her, it's her only Detroit. It's her plug. <clears throat> it's her whole gimmick to get people to fucking listen, which that's how she called us, is by giving us a little more and a little more. Cause it's like, damn, okay, she finna, cause niggas love anything more than being messy. This is the reality TV show era we in. Oh, she gonna say the nigga name. And then she say her name and it's like, well, who is she? And now, you know, we know who she is. But it's just the way she kind of dropped this shit right here. Like, it's really wild to me. We revealed Bob's identity in a tweet on Wednesday, April 29th, Bob's birthday. So everyone now knows that Bob in the story is Congressman Stephen Horsford from Nevada. So from now on in the podcast, I'll be addressing Bob by his real name. Be sure to follow the podcast Twitter page for... And that shit right there, like you say, to pick his birthday, to be the day to drop the reveal. Mm -hmm. And she talks about that she did this for her healing. This is some vindictive shit. Super vindictive. I don't even know what that means, but it's perfect for what's going on right now. Like, it's intentional. Vindictive is like like the Joker. Like, mean, mean on purpose. Like, yeah. it just... Yeah. It's intentionist. It's intentionally malicious. Took dude down on his birthday. And that's what I'm saying. Like, who's, So he probably, like, with his family, cutting the cake. It's coronavirus time. Yeah. They probably... You know, his wife may, had wow. to bake the cake and shit. Nigga, imagine Everybody getting caught home. up when you got a quarantine with your bitch. Like, imagine that. Like, you can't even go nowhere. Like, nigga, you get caught up, at least you can be like, man, I'm about to just go to my brother's house. Like, nigga, <laughs> by law, you can't go, back go to nowhere. Your brother house. <laughs> by law, you can't go nowhere. Your girl, like, you know, it's a podcast out about you cheating on me for 10 years with some bitch with some fake titties. And you got to sit in the house with her and your kids. It's your birthday. And now you out there just looking crazy as hell. Cause you done got caught up with the caught up face on your birthday. She's a, t she's a, she's a piece of work. Yeah, low down, dirty woman. Go back to where you come from. Age for exclusive content and updates in between our weekly podcast Petty episodes. Betty. Again, the Twitter handle is at m the number four c underscore twenty twenty. One more thing, I want to be fully transparent no, no. with you. 13, Love 12. isn't my real name; it's my pen name. But this is my story. Stephen knows exactly who I am. I promise to reveal my true identity soon. So just to recap, last week's episode ended with Bob, who we now know as Stephen Horsford, asking for love's blessing to run for Congress. As you could probably guess, I gave it to him. I can't say I didn't harbor any resentment about the way he had abandoned me years prior. 
And while I don't ever remember him apologizing specifically for that, he looked out for me over the years, from anything from a job recommendation to financial support. He's never been good at dealing with personal conflict. He avoids it. What's up? He's never been good at dealing with personal conflict. He avoids it. Mm-hmm. But she flying across the country and shit. Yeah. You being you contradicting yourself. Yeah. And, and she accept the money from cuz? Yeah, she gonna take all that support. She needs some help, you know. She and then, and she did the little favors that she had to do to get him. And and, I, and that's my thing. And then he looking out for her for job reference. A job reference from a uh from a congressman is different, you know what I'm saying, from somebody with juices, not like you know what I'm saying? It ain't like your cousin that work at AutoZone. No, it's a real reference. Like, uh, you need a, a a professor's reference to get into a certain school or something yeah, like yeah, that. Like, yeah. you need somebody with some name some weight, like in ATL. When my nigga Squire had to get that shit from uh, mm-hmm. Lauren London, Nunu Daddy. Like, yeah, if I get this from him, nigga, I can get out the hood. But I'm just listening to her talk and tell, tell Ollie, you know, just talk. Why did he ask her for her blessing to run for Congress? Like, I don't understand. Like, why did he need to do that? Man, niggas is just evil, bro. Just the game. Now that was where he was definitely working a play. Yeah, like, he was working a play to just get back in the dump. Niggas is evil, man. And and don't get me wrong. I don't want y'all to ever think that I take away any other shit. I'm gonna always say that niggas. We some terrible niggas. I've done some shit in my life that I wish I could never think about again in a race. <laughs> and karma has come back tenfold on me, nigga. So I'm never gonna sit here and pretend that niggas ain't. Niggas, it niggas is cool. Like the shit he doing ain't cool. It's funny and it's entertaining, but it ain't cool. It's fucked up just to be like, hey, yeah, what's going on? I just wanted to know, um, oh, what's the baby doing? Oh, he over there playing the game. Okay, that's crazy. Tell him I said, what up? Don't ask, don't ask about my son, nigga. And then, <laughs> hey, I just wanted to know, can I get your blessing for uh, I'm running for senate? Like nigga, who the fuck is she? Like. Nigga, just stop playing game. Man, we some terrible niggas. Stop answering the phone. If a nigga hurt you, cut that nigga off. That's how you get. That's how you take away the power from the nigga. Cut him off altogether. You're not finna hurt his feelings by picking up and being like, yeah, what? Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Whatever. We love that energy. We love it. It's like this bitch mad. Love is a, it's a love and hate. The line's so thin. It's like, nigga, you hate me so much because you love me just as twice as much. Don't pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm more confrontational and like to nip things in the bud. We are very different people. It was like an opposites attract kind of thing. He said he thought we were so connected because of similar things we had been through in life, particularly with respect to family. But back to me giving him my blessing to run. At this point, I was still very much in love with him, and he knew that. I've always been very forgiving. And learning about myself, I know it's why I've been taken advantage of by men in particular. At the time, I was consulting with a political organization. So, time out. So, the accountability she take, that's sort of like when you, in the job interview, they be like, so, can you give us one thing that, you know, you're bad at? And they say, I'm just a perfectionist. I work too hard. Yeah. To basically say, my biggest problems in relationships is I'm very forgiving and I'm so understanding of who my mate is. And that's supposed to be a knock on you. That beautiful thing, that beautiful sentiment you just made, something that niggas would be like, wow, that's your best character trait. It's also <laughs> your biggest flaw, huh? I'm just too forgiving. All women is forgiving. Y'all, y'all superhuman when it comes to the forgiveness shit. So it's like, I give, I, I, that don't, nah, you just, you went out, you went about it. Honestly, you was wrong because you was trying to, I mean, I believe she was trying to tear a relationship apart. She knew that niggas with her husband or with her wife. 
with yeah, his a wife. Forgiving, a forgiving person ain't coming up with a podcast called Mistress for Congress dropping the dude name on his motherfucking birthday. That's not the trait of a forgiving person. Not at all. That's just an evil human being. Like, like, that's just some not even evil human. That's just somebody who's been hurt and being spiteful. Yeah, yeah. Like, yep, you know what? I got you. Just like, just like Omarion uh, doing a tour and not putting his people on it. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, wow. And I think he dropped it. Did he drop it on her birthday or some weird stuff like that or on Cuz's birthday? It's certain stuff that people do that's just spiteful for no reason. And it's like, all right, you did that. Now what you think you're going to get from this? Like, mm-hmm. what do you think the play out is going to be from this? You think he's going to be like, you know what? I'm sorry. Because she also invited him to come on the podcast. Like, that's something he's going to do. <laughs> That, like like I'm a like I'm a like I'm a cheat on somebody and then they be like why don't you come to the fan reunion so your cousins can jump me no I'm straight how about no I don't, you you think I'm gonna come over there and let y'all make me a plate and y'all gonna uh, poison you. y'all gonna poison y'all gonna pour uh WD forty in, in my baked beans and now I'm sitting here throwing up in your backyard while your cousins kick me in the side and break my ribs I'm straight I'm not coming on your podcast to atone for nothing I'm hilarious a, I'm apologize to my wife and keep it pushing. I had made some contacts with my work, so as a light flex, I organized a call between him and a prominent political consultant I knew. Stephen invited one of his confidants to be on the call and asked me to be on the call as well. I didn't really have any reason to be on the call. I knew what he was doing. He wanted me to feel like I was a part of it. And the sad part is, I knew and went along with it. Now that now nah, nah, what he did there is like for my man, for my niggas that drug deal out here when you finna hit the streets and you you mess around you cheat on your girl a lot and you tell her you on the block but you really hitting something else you be like hey babe I'm finna go ahead and make these few little runs why don't you come with me and now she in the pastor side with you and you throw the bag in her lap and you riding around and she like oh this is all he doing all the time just so you can feel like you a part of the proper you you a part of the program you not he just wants you to know oh uh, he wants you to think this is what I'm doing when you're not around but he really fucking bitches that's all he did when he told her hey. I want you to be on this call with me and my confidant when we talk to these people because, you know, what you think matters, what your, your opinion is, it matters to me. Mm-mm. It's the overplay for the underlay. I just pulled it. I knew I wasn't going to be an official member of the campaign. I was fine with that. Excuse me. I had started my own consulting business and had my own things going on. At the time, I didn't realize how bad it would hurt giving all of my support but not being by his side publicly. That role was filled. <laughs> so obviously... Stephen would go on to run. And while I wasn't an official member of the campaign, I played a significant role. Without my blessing then, Stephen might not be where he is today. And he's recently admitted that to me. The reason the CD4 seat was open in the first place was because Stephen's predecessor, <clears throat> Ruben Kewen, who was in office from 2017 to 2019, did not run for re-election in 2018 due to sexual misconduct allegations. After years of living in different places, Stephen and I were living in the same city again. The affair started up again pretty quickly. We would meet for dinner pretty regularly, and of course sex, though his appetite for sex had decreased and he was less adventurous in the bedroom. Now she's trying to hold my nigga. They say that happens (laughs) to men around 37. He was 45. I was 30. She did go in on cuz right there. She tried to show love. She basically said his pipe game ain't the same. The affair started again, but his sexual appetite wasn't the same anymore. It's like, don't do that nigga like that. Women love to, after we ain't kicking them all, the dick ain't as good as it was. Your dick was little and whatever, whoop-de-woo. It's like, come on now, mama, chill out. Let's don't do that. Let's just keep it a thousand. You just mad at me, and you want me back. But you talking all this shit. 
He need a chingling. Hey, shout out to chingling, man. One time, man. Hey, if you over, if you ever need one, if you over here off on um um, what, what is this? Rosa Parks. Yeah. What is this on Davidson? And uh, by that McDonald's, that gas station across the street, I think it's a mobile. <laughs> they sell them two for twelve. <laughs> So if you ever in Detroit and you on the west side, if you want to get the chinglings, they usually ten dollars a, a tab, thirty uh, thirty mil, uh, thirty milligrams. But if you want to get them two for twelve, they got them at the mobile over there. You better have a good heart for that shit. You know Lamar Odom almost died from the motherfuckers. That also was snorting coke. He was doing crack, nigga. That nigga was doing crack, chingling. You acting like cats ain't all lean and, and ecstasy. You so, acting like cats ain't all lean, Kush. If you own, that's why if you doing chingling. Do that and some liquor, and then you good to go. Don't put, don't mix a bunch of shit. What's up to my baby Justin Essenmark out there? Shout out to this nigga Bo. Just joined in, my cousin. That's my cousin. Hey Bo, I'm finna pull up on you. We finna go do that. Hopefully the liquor store ain't closed. Hey man, I'm finna go drink with my cousin. So if you got real love for your nigga, hit the cash app right now. Put something in there so me and my cousin can have a drink, and I'm gonna go buy some chingling over here two for twelve. <laughs> he wanna he wanna get some Hennessy, I ain't not no fuck, I'm not finna fuck my cousin though. I want y'all niggas to think that like this nigga finna go fuck his cousin. No, I just just wanna get some chingling. They two for twelve. I'm over in the area. He wanna have man. it on deck for next time. Just whenever, if a nigga need a little chingling, a nigga need, nigga little, little, little chingling. But <laughs> from episode, that was, I think that was the end of nigga boat down to say. I think that was the end of episode three. Nah, it? nah, nah. That's a little bit more. Oh, it's a little bit more. This was fun. I didn't think this was gonna be this fun. I wasn't the same girl as when we met. I wanted more out of the relationship. You Foolishly, did. I believed that I could win him with my love and support. That's what she which thought we now first. Know is just pathetic and not a thing. And I believed it then. I fundraised for him within my network. I shared ideas with him. I even donated to the campaign. I remember he had an event for kids on Halloween at a community center. I asked him if he was wearing a costume. This one I found out he was He black. said he didn't have one and hadn't planned on it. I was like, no, you have to wear a costume. Black Panther had come out earlier that year, so of course it was the popular Halloween costume of this the season. This shit just happened. I was like, you have to be Black Panther. It will be a huge hit with the kids. He was busy with campaign stuff all day, so I was like, I'll get it and just deliver it to you somewhere. Mind you, this Pause is Halloween real quick. day, and it's one of the most popular costumes. I was it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing like when one of your bitches go do something for you. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing like it in the world. You know what I'm saying? When, when they come through, she like, I'll bring you your, what you need me to bring you? Because they want to do something for you. They want to be there for you more than your regular bitch do. She, this nigga was like, man, I don't know. She like, I'll go grab a costume and bring it by you for you. This bitch went and got the shit tailored. She went and got it dry clean. Brought that nigga his, uh, his Wakanda fit and got them together, man. It ain't nothing like that. Women, we... <sighs> We love to let y'all do shit for us, like clean up, but then y'all throw that shit in our face, like, oh, you all, you don't leave your bitch, but I got me out here around here getting a little dumbass Black Panther outfit. Bitch, you the one suggested I be the Black Panther. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> Stop doing this for niggas. Stop wanting to do for niggas and then throwing it in a nigga face. Like, you gonna fuck around and don't mean cheating these hoes and I don't watching your dirty ass draw. You asked to clean my drawers. I didn't ask you to clean my clothes. You really did that to see what was going on inside of it to see if I was fucking around. Hilarious. I was able to find one in the right size. I drove across town to pick it up, then drove to another part of town to deliver it to him. Now she told my gas mileage. He sent me a picture of him in his costume, thanking me and letting me know the costume was a big hit, as I knew it would be. I can't say he didn't show his appreciation for me. For my 30th birthday, he made reservations at my favorite restaurant, 
Sean George Steakhouse at Aria. I was just expecting a nice dinner, but whoever he knew went above and beyond. We had one of the dining rooms closed off for just the two of us and our own private waiter. It was incredible. Some listening may say, well, duh, they had to be discreet. But no, we had gone to restaurants all over the city and sat in normal dining rooms amongst the other patrons. It was a really special evening. I remember feeling like, okay, maybe we're getting somewhere. Stop doing it. I was wrong, of course. I want to be clear that this isn't some revenge campaign to destroy Stephen. This is my truth, and I have every right to tell it. Did he cause me a lot of harm? Yes. Do I believe he needs to do some atoning? Absolutely. Do I believe he needs to step out of public office for some time to do that atoning? Yes. Who is you? I've learned that no good comes from running from the truth. There's no time like the present. I've extended an invitation to the congressman to come on my show and start the restorative justice process, which starts with confronting the truth. I'll let you know how he responds. As you know, next Sunday is Mother's Day. Of course, it's a special holiday for me as a mother to the most incredible boy, but it's also special because I have a pretty amazing mom who deserves all this. I'm going to tell you how you're going to respond. She's going to be like, hey, what's up? I just wanted to extend an invitation uh, to uh, Clay. <laughs> and then she's going to call back again like, oh, let me see what's going on. Uh, the number you have dialed blocked you. It's like, don't call my phone. It ain't nothing to talk about. And I don't care. You about to bring your mom on the show for Mother's Day. Fuck you and that bitch. Because <laughs> y'all trying to tear me down. I mean, at that point, you just supposed to kamikaze. I mean, dude. Taking everybody down with me. And this is what's so crazy about it. She's saying that this is restorative justice, but Mr. is for Congress, and it's about being truthful. She should have mentioned her name in this same one, too. Now, yeah. we know her name now. It's, yeah. I think it's uh, Gabriella... Citibank. It's old girl from Precious. <laughs> what happened to make him come out with it? I don't know. I don't know, man. I just think everything she's doing is just a little bit... What happened to make her come come with it? Come out with it. Make her come with it. I don't know what you're saying, Mom. See now, this is what I, I think. I I think what she getting at is why did she come forward with it now? Because it was ten years, and Black Panther ain't get dry. Black Panther came out not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, she, you know, she couldn't just walk away. And I guess this, like, I guess putting him on blast was the way that she wanted to go for this. This 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 my thing though, dog. Like. I just think it was a better way to go about it like this. And I mean, I don't know what she going to, what she, like, I wish I knew what the end game was. Is she like talking about this is my truth? Like, tell this shit to your therapist. Like, why is this shit out in the ether? Like, why is it, why, 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 why am I able to sit here and pick this story apart? Because there's somebody who can listen to it from another angle and be like, y'all, oh, Josh, you wrong. You know what I'm saying? Did he cut her off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He cut her off. That's what she was mad about. But we only got episode three. I think it's already out there. Everything done dropped. So, mm-hmm. you know, they done messed their little rollout up. So I guess she's just going to drop the rest of these episodes and um, tell yeah. us, you know what I'm saying, what else is going on. But, I mean, at this point, I'm just like, all right, so what, what happens after this? I mean, I, I guess you want to get a, you get a Lifetime movie. Is that what you want? Um, that comes out. And then what? You know? I mean, first off, but her name, Gabriella Linder. So the first thing he needs to do is call Ayala Fix My Life ASAP. Oh, you, so you think he need, he needs to go? He needs to get in front of this shit yeah. as soon as possible on some old 
you know, nowadays, it's, it, it, I guess you got to use the victimhood shit. You got to be like, my dad was very yep. promiscuous. I never knew how to cheat a woman. Uh, treat. To treat a woman. Yep. Uh, after my wife had kids, she gained weight and didn't want to spend time with me. I didn't feel like I was that much of a man. He got to do that campaign. Yeah, yeah. You got to run in there and start crying immediately. Yep. But be yep. in control of it. Like, don't get too R. Kelly-ish, but just be in no. a, at a right level. Are you going there crying? Y'all will fix my life for yep. him. And and his wife, because I'm guessing like is it's one of those things where like okay, what's his wife gonna do? I mean, you know, she knew about it though. I mean, yeah, I like like I there's no way like, and I say she knew about it because she know her nigga. But if if he's a congressman, somebody had to be like, hey, this finna happen. You need to do something. And he probably went and was like, hey, look, you know, I be in the streets, I own some bullshit. So, um, girl about to drop a podcast. So like, you know, I just want to let you know. So. If I was you, I'd deactivate your Twitter because she finna go crazy on that bitch. And see, so. this is the thing, too. Like, I guess it really is no statute of limitations on the reveal when it comes to a woman being on the side. This kind of go back to what we was talking about yesterday with the whole thing of so like... You th- so you don't think a woman can be like... Like, let's say this was 10 years. Like, I mean, so... L- well, All right, I was, ask this, ladies, is it, a, is it a statute of limitations? If you found out your nigga cheated on you in 2010, if your nigga cheated in 2010 and you find out through 2020, are you tripping? Hell yeah, they tripping. Are you tripping? Yes. Like, and at this time, you want to come in and tap, tap, tap in, we can talk, you know what I'm saying? You can tap in, we can do it like that. Or just, hey, comments in the thing. Is it a statute of limitations on cheating? Is your, mm-hmm. If you find out, hey, and fellas, and is, is that what I want you be? Mm. Badone.com say yes it is. What's the statute of limitations then? How long how long is long enough to where that nigga like bitch that was uh five years ago? Yeah. We worked through our problems. Yeah, hey, I was on some other shit. You know what I'm saying? Nah, it, nah, I think it ain't no statute of limitations. It's gotta be one. I mean, nigga, I know it ain't for me because bitch, if I find out <laughs> I already know. Cause I'm gonna think about I'm gonna think about what we was doing when that was happening. I'm like, bitch, when we went to Florida, like that was it, we went to Florida. I know how I am. My insecurities rule me, nigga. <laughs> it can be it can be 15 years later. We could be sitting there with our great grandkids. And yeah. she'll be like, somebody be like, yeah, nigga, you know, she uh she fucked the baby and she went to that concert and it was right before you blew up. <laughs> I'm like, you talking about what like 2000, 2020, 2019? I'm like, bitch, we was together and in love. Let me see, probably because it depends on how things went. Like the relationship could have been trash at the time and now we're better. No, because I don't look at relationships in peaks and valleys. It was all one piece. So <laughs> it was all one piece. <laughs> it's all one thing. You you're not gonna bite into the pizza and be like, man, this part of the pizza wasn't good. So fuck it. All the, pe- the pizza was good or not? Yes, I'm tripping. Oh, she said. Oh, she said I'm tripping. So it, I think it ain't- most women are definitely tripping. Now me personally, but I mean I've been cheated on a good amount where I didn't know it went down, and I've been. Uh, I've been uh, the guy with women that have cheated to know that that can go down. Mm-hmm. I think I'd be like, I'm more, I'm more liberal about that shit. I wouldn't give a fuck. You know you what wouldn't. I'm saying? I wouldn't give a fuck. The context does. That's the one thing that would bother me because if everything seems like on the up and up, and her character was strong, like if she had on a good game face. What you mean, good game face? Meaning, kind of like what you said, like. If I'm sounding like the woman that said if we going through some shit, cause like usually them times when I have been cheated on, I, I mean I knew the writings on the wall, I knew the woman's behavior, I knew some shit was off. Uh, 
it's it's other shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But a woman that can play the game where they basically bold face lying to you, that's that's some dangerous shit. That's that will fuck with me. That will fuck with me. And she just lied straight to your face, like, and you was like, bitch, I asked you where you was yeah. at. Like you, you ever seen that movie? Uh, it's a real strange ass movie from like '99 with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, Eyes Wide Shut, where Nicole Kidman tell Tom Cruise, "Yeah, I cheated on you this one time," mm-hmm. and it fucked with him because he was like, "Oh shit, I really just thought you was like basically hanging out with your sister that day." Wow, you know what I'm saying? I never so that, that movie. is the context of it. It's a real strange ass movie though. You're gonna be watching that shit like, what the fuck? I'm gonna watch it. That item on the pizza could have been bad. Though, but not the whole pizza. Most of the time, the male knows it's something up. Uh, I mean, yeah, we can, but we too much busy. Especially not if, not if we doing our thing, we don't be paying attention because we too <laughs> we worried. Doing our thing. Yeah, we too worried cleaning we our thinking, shit up. We yeah. thinking that the son, she acting different because she may know what's up. Like yeah. we thinking. Her behavior has changed because she may we know doing. something that I'm doing. So you, we so, ain't thinking that her behavior's changed because she doing some shit. So it's a, so you see a condom laying around, you like fuck. You thinking it's yours, and that bitch don't fill out her purse. <laughs> and then you get to thinking like I don't even use condoms, and then that shit come back years later. You like this bitch out here on some bullshit. You be like Jody in the drive-through. Jody mate, like thank you, thank you. That bitch went back there and grabbed them condoms out of there. Vet man, you got to got to do better, man. Is it a statue of limitations when it comes to cheating? That's a good question. And if it is, what's 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 long enough for you to be like, man, whatever? Is it one year? You find out? Is it two? Is it five, nigga? Is it ten? Is it twenty? Like I'll, I'll put twenty on it. I give it. I give it life. Like in jail. Like for a nigga to go to jail and come back home, it'd be like, all right. There is life. no statute of limitations. Mimi said there, there is no none. statute of limitations I'm you, at all. There but is none. These women and my thing about this women so forgiving. It's like, but it's got to be so. Like okay, so say you find out what's the consequences. But see, the thing is this: one year ain't long enough. The thing is this: definitely not one year. I can with a woman. Oh shit! The thing is this: it's not as much as and damn. I know I'm sounding like a dirty motherfucker, but be dirty. It's more so like. When does a side chick accept the fact that I was a side chick? I'm not with him. I'm gonna just move on without trying to get messy like this. My man that ran for president, even though he was Republican, dealt with the same shit. You mm-hmm. remember my man Herman Cain? Yeah, I remember that name. White black then, guy, right? Yeah, that black dude, that old Godfather Pizza. Mm-hmm. He had like four different sides come out the woodwork. You know what I'm saying? Like, when does and the problem he had was the cash out. The same thing that happened to... They ain't got this going on in The Last Dance, but the same thing that happened to Michael Jordan and Juanita, why they had to break up. Wow. Because the mistress... He gave, like, one mistress that basically got an abortion from him early on, I want to say, like, two, 250, like, maybe in, like, 86. But then, oh, you so know, Jordan after more early. years... After more years, it was, like, that 250 I thought I wanted... Wasn't enough. Exactly. Like, when does the side chick say, all right, I can back away from this powerful man? You can't. You got to kill her. That's the bigger question. I'm you saying, gotta, when does that statute of limitations happen? When it does don't. the side chick basically... It, we basically, talking in normal situations or when you talking about powerful niggas like them, these guys are we talking about? We talking about Jordan and this nigga who was whatever yeah. he was type of political... Yeah, you know, Herman Cain. I don't think it ever talking about this power. So basically, what you're saying is, and this is, I guess, the fear of any man that pursues grander shit uh, or more power so basically you you relying on your side chick 
being in, being either hitting a home run with a guy that she like being with. But the minute that she get angry that she's single or the guy she with ain't shit, yeah. then she may pop up out the woodwork and drop a goddamn podcast on your ass. Yeah, I think that's or the way it goes. Or hip-hop. That's the way it goes. So unless you're going to deliver us from Eva the bitch and find the perfect nigga for her and pay him, but then now you bringing this nigga into play and now he on some shit where he... You put yourself in a place to be straight up like... Taking advantage of and blackmail. All right, this shit finna go off in like a minute and 30 seconds. So I'm gonna come back because I still I want to talk I wanna about finish this, this because yeah. I really wonder when do the side chick, because that of this whole thing, she didn't take no responsibility. Nah. And even even with what she doing now is a power play for herself. Yeah, it is. It's, it, it, it's almost like the ultimate. It's like the Hail Mary. It's like, all right, my last ditch attempt to do I'll anything. I'll never be with him. Yeah. I thought I, I tried it when I was 21. That ain't work. Then, then for what I I'm it ain't working yeah. twenty five. That ain't work. Now I'm thirty one, and he really not fucking with me beyond just I'm a jump off. So fuck it. Let me just go on and become a a, a like I guess a side a, a, like a side chick activist and shit. Yeah. Let me jump out in front of Mistress it and take the Congress. power back. Like, yeah. Let me take the power back. It's like it's it's never like you say with Jordan. You think you you get a girl pregnant and she like all right two hundred fifty thousand is cool but it's yeah. like damn nigga like that's her one watt once it's gone unless she flipped that into some other shit like if you Jordan you damn near gotta give a bitch some stock like look I'm gonna give you some stock on my gym shoes like yeah, I'm gonna put you in and make you a player you are gonna keep making money you gotta give a motherfucker a residual that never and see, stops and that's the shit that I think your wife would be real angry about or most of your business partners they'd be like who's Julius don't even worry about it nigga. <laughs> Just, just know she can tear down everything we built if she get mad. So I expect you to make this disappear. So you end up with overtime because you're going to have multiple sides and because you kind of mad at Julius because she got out the box. Hey, we coming right back. I'm going to come right back and we're going to keep running this topic. Y'all want to chop it up. Y'all want to chime in. So, hey, like I said, it's going to go off and we're going to, matter of fact, I'm going to end this one. I'm going to see y'all. We're coming right back. But yeah, I don't think that shit ever, I don't think it ever goes nowhere, bro. I don't think it ever goes nowhere. Download, file, share the IG live. Fuck it, I'm gonna put this bitch up on IG live. So, yeah. So I don't think it's ever. I don't think it ever stops. So basically, if you a man that got something to lose and you got a side chick, you almost is always connected to this side chick, no matter what. Oh wow, this bitch don't even let me save it. Oh, there you go. Never mind. Bam, so, win the game. So, like I said, if you a man with, if you a man with something to lose and you get a side chick you always is connected to this side chick mm-hmm. it's like a domino effect yeah bro it don't ever go nowhere like I said like you said bro I don't think it ever goes nowhere dog like uh, the only help you can get is if she finds a husband and gets married so you almost after a while is rooting for the relationship to work yeah, 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 yeah. With her and, and the new guy. And don't let her husband, like, nigga, don't let her husband find out, like, so you used to fuck with Jordan. Yeah, well, you know, I had a baby and now brown. now he working extortion. And that's what I'm saying. And she like, he gave me $250,000, so what, what happened to the money? It's gone. Well, we need to hit that nigga again. We, we need to hit that nigga one more time. Because if, if that's a nigga like that, we, we on that hustle. Like, nigga, all right, then. Let's hit that nigga one more time where it hurt. You know what I'm saying? Hey, what up, Oof. Jordan? How's it going? Oof. Good game, nigga. I want floor seats, me and my bitch. Our bitch. 
Niggas say we want floor seats, me and my lady. And you know what else we gonna need? We gonna need damn. We gonna need one point five this time. And then you know, maybe we'll keep it. We'll keep it on the side. But then you gotta pl- you gotta play that David Letterman role. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to that David Letterman, when well, you remember when they tried to extort yeah. him, yeah, you gotta play that role. Like, all right, nigga, whatever. And David Letterman did what she did on the flip side. Yeah, like now. He ain't got this platform, this guy. Or he could have maybe. But David Letterman straight up went on his his late night show and was like, hey, what's up? I cheated on my wife and there's some people out here. That's where Kevin Hart got it from. There's yeah. some people out here trying to take advantage of me, but I'm not going to let him do it. I apologize to my wife, but you know what? Fuck y'all. Now what? And I'm going to do my now, thing with it. Now, this is the weird thing. Since that reveal, Kevin Hart career done took a dip. Has it or has he just chilled out? Kevin Hart career done took a dip. Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart career has taken a dip since then. I don't know. I don't know if he, he did. was on a trajectory up, and I mean he's still making moves. He still got juice. Now I think some of this is dealing with like Kevin Hart is like Tiger Woods. That's another guy with a bunch of side chicks, but powerful man. But he got the family. I think your persona, I guess, deals with it too. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's the thing though. Kevin Hart is had built the family this guy. guy. Like, yeah. yeah, like he was he was the guy like, oh yeah, he's family friendly, you know he cussed, but we can put him on Nickelodeon. And but we don't want to put a nigga on Nickelodeon who was out here having threesomes like in Las Mike Vegas. Epps. Yeah. You know what Mike I'm saying? Mike Epps ain't gonna be on Nickelodeon. No, he not, but that's the thing. He should be able to because in reality, a lot of these kids' parents is out here fucking around on their mama. So it's like nigga, <laughs> it ain't like they ain't seeing it at home. <laughs> And that's just me being real. It's like, why are we trying to paint this false narrative of people and put this superhero role on motherfuckers, but then the nigga that's sitting right across from me that's paying for this cable that I'm watching Nickelodeon on is fucking around. I know my daddy was cheating on my mama, nigga. He told me as I got older, and I remember as a kid, in the act of listening to this nigga talking to a, a bitch on the phone, I'm sitting there crying, sitting in the doorway, crying, because this nigga that <laughs> talked to a bitch named Juanita. I, I mean, I'm talking about you got that one joke. I don't even know how real it is. Which one? About the like we helped drop this TV off with my dad. Y'all did. <laughs> my daddy. This was like in the '90s, nigga. This was in the '90s. Where Bo at? My cousin under here. This was in the '90s, nigga. We was over there off of uh, uh we stayed off of Belden. Well, we didn't live under there anymore. We had moved to Oak Park, but no, we lived on Seven Mile. But we, the hood that we that grew up in, was over there on Belden. It was Belden and Dexter. And uh, my daddy was like, nigga. I remember he went to go. We went to a uh, uh where they we used to get the TVs from. Not Ace, not Ace's Hardware. What's the what's the electronic spot, dog? Oh, you mean, uh, damn, you mean that place. It was one off out there off uh, like uh, Maple Southfield. And, um, hey, what was the old school electronic spot, y'all? Chill out. Don't act like y'all niggas don't know. The electronic spot, we used to get all electronics from before Best Buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Electronic damn, dryers and all that. I, I can Ace. see the place. I know, I know what you're Ace. talking about. It was, it was one right there on ABC Warehouse, Yes, that's nigga. what I was going to say. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to a beautiful heart. ABC <laughs> Warehouse. No, I want radio shackles. ABC Warehouse, my nigga. <laughs> ABC Warehouse. Yup. So he unlocked popped, city. He, he was no, popping tags. No, not City. So he that didn't nigga, go to the pawn shop. He was popping tags. That nigga went to where them bitches was at. He went in there <laughs> and that nigga bought a fucking. And this was the big. This ain't no. This ain't the flash screen boys. The, the, the eight nigga pick up. It took twelve TV. niggas to put that bitch in the car. <laughs> the TV with the big ass. So we jump in the suburban. My daddy done bought this bitch a big floor model TV. What's up, uh, Apple, uh, Bad Apples Forever? He done bought her a big ass floor model TV. Put it in the back. 
come out. Him and a couple crackheads that lived over there helped him put it in the house. Why need to come out and speak to me? I'm sitting here looking like, I don't know this bitch, but why are we buying her a TV? And her son sitting in the back with me like, you know what I'm saying? Her son sitting in the back with me looking at me like, nigga, I'm looking as confused as him. I'm like, nigga, why are they getting a TV? Cause like, and I just, I never said nothing. I ain't go home and say nothing to my mama. But I, I think at that age, I understood more than I was supposed to as a kid. Like, damn, this is my future. I'm about to be buying bitches floor models, but now I'm Bruce, so I'm gonna be buying bitches flat screens, 60 inch, LED. You dig? With the fire stick on it. That's what it is, man. I'm telling you, I don't even know how we got there, but yeah, like Kevin Hart cheated because on his wife. Because we was going from, and I mean, your dad ain't even a dude with as much to lose. If you got Just a man, you always got something to lose. But yeah. it's like, is your side chick always possibly could come up out the woodwork and fuck shit up? They always like, do can. you always gotta like? Your side chick can And nigga Any, any woman you uh, like ever deal that? with What can. do they call that shit with John? A, a severance package yeah, Is there yeah. a side chick severance package We should create like a golden parachute For your side chick Like for a nigga that, <laughs> like, And that's what I'm saying Like Derek Jeter When he used to fuck around Like when To, to keep Like he wasn't even like I think Derek Jeter was single When he, he would just yeah. be fucking girl But to keep a good relationship with him But to keep the work I mean he was still Mr. Yankee So he yeah. couldn't get out here That he was like he smut Doing bitches. three three ways Or something But even if shit. he was He was signing baseballs And bats and shit And giving it to bitches So you almost like Hey if you ever need something You take this and do whatever You want with it yeah. Like if fucking LeBron James If if LeBron James is out here fucking around, he got bitches signing NDAs. He got them signing all. Once you become a brand, a business, and you can, and you making, and, and, and people's business is dependent on you being who you are. Mm -hmm. They like, hey, we gotta figure it out. So what do she need? All right, hey, go ahead, go to go go to ABC Warehouse and buy. You think Isaiah Thomas ain't bought some floor models for some bitches back in the nineties? <laughs> You gotta have a severance package, so we need to work on that for for these powerful men out here to keep what's going on to keep. The side, side chick just sounds so terrible. I hate to say that. I wish we could find a better word to use for it for our alternate. Our alternate. <laughs> our alternate or our... Uh, our reliever. For our queens to be. You know what I'm saying? Queens like, to be. You never know. You know what I'm saying? To be announced. For our to be announced, because we never know where life going to take us. For our unpredictable. Whoever knows. True. Whatever we can come up with. True. Just to be like, hey... I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to stay with my lady. But I don't want you to be mad about what's going on. You know, I thought we weren't going to be able to work it out, but I got to stick around for the kids. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm going to do is this. Hey, here go a couple. Bam, I'm going to sign this for you. You know, I got a lot of things working on. I'm going to make you. I, I'm a, I, hey, I'm going to give you some stock in here on this production company I got. I'm going to give you something on the back end. Make sure you always straight. If you ever need anything, I'm going to try to do the best I can mm -hmm. for you. You can press the button. But listen, if you get tripping and getting a little too crazy, I will have you killed. Like, I'm going to get you out of here. <laughs> like, and I don't want it to go there. It's like, look, I don't never want it to go there. You know what I'm saying? First runner up, that worked. You know what I'm saying? It's like, look, if it wasn't for this bitch, it would be you. But listen, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to take care of you and your family as much as I can. You know, I got to do my own thing. Shit might slow up. But hey, as long as I'm good, you straight. But if you ever get out of pocket to the point where you feel like you're going to take me down after I'm showing you love, I'm going to have somebody kill you because there's people out here that don't have no life and they depend on me to be straight and they'll go to jail for me. And when they come out, I'm going to make sure they straight. So let's just make sure we got an understanding. That's what Jordan should have did. $250,000 back in the 80s, nigga. That was like $12 million. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. So it's like, 
So I guess that severance package never really exists. And I think mistress for Congress, this Gabriella, that's the problem. She felt like she didn't get enough out the situation. Yeah, she didn't get enough out the situation. I mean, I mean, ultimately, I believe she wanted his heart. She wanted his heart. And then she didn't get that. And it was like, well, the money ain't enough. Because I'm sure he probably made sure she was straight. And he got into a position where he could have probably got a bunch of decent jobs. And she had a consulting firm. But it was never going to be enough because she wanted that man. And if she wasn't going to have him, now she like, well, I'm going to take away this one thing from him. I'm going to burn it down. She going she gonna to burn and everything put down. put myself in a better position while burning him down. It ain't no severance package. And, and, and dudes don't move like that, I guess. We not really cut like that. You never hear a story about a guy being like a side nigga and being like. Oh, one of the severance. I mean, because he just wanted to smash usually. Yeah, it's like, all right, I got the little pussy. That was my severance package. Like, shit, just let me know if you ever want to let me hit if that I pussy If I can hit again, again. Yeah, yeah. I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? Let Oprah let Oprah fuck the nigga in the 80s and gave him $250,000. He was like, I didn't need this, but appreciate it. He ain't coming back ever again. You ain't going to hear from that nigga. He going to live his life. He like, nigga, I used to hit Oprah even though Oprah wasn't. Oh, in the 80s, you know what I'm saying? But God bless the queen now, man. Got nothing but love for her. But, uh, hey, I don't know, man. Is there anything else y'all want to chop it up? Did we miss anything? Did we cover everything? I mean, we ended up, we started one place and we ended somewhere else. Did y'all enjoy this? This was fun for me. Yeah, this was this was one I definitely wanted to explore. You this almost can go another hour on this shit, too. Because I mean, we can. another layer to this shit. It's, you know. a, it's, a, it's just a, it's a bunch to it. Because like you said... I mean, I just look at it from the point of view of it. Just ultimately, I think this is the game she ran, and I don't think mm-hmm. she ever went into it. She, she, she mixed in talking about some. She fell in love with this nigga. No, you just wanted a a, a thing. Like you was in love with the idea of that nigga. Yeah, of being a power couple. Yeah, you know, she was an intern. She knew it is back to like what we was talking about yesterday. She put herself in a position where he knew he she that he would pounce, just off rip. And she shot that energy. Probably when she met him, she shot some energy to him where it's like, damn, is she, is she? Yeah. You know, and he was in the back of his mind like, nah, I'm probably tripping. And then you look up and later that day, she's sitting across the table mm-hmm. with your brother and, and the, the girl from that, that church, say she yeah. go to church with your brother. And this happened to be her friend and I met her a couple hours ago. Yeah. It's like, oh, this shit going down. Like, that's too... That's two happenstance. No, that don't. That, you going for the gusto then. Yeah, that was her whole scheme the whole time. She was setting it up to make that play like, all right, bet, I'm going to do this and do that and put myself in position and I'm going to get this nigga but, and I'm going to get everything I want. Like, now, I always say this, Sierra fits that, that mold perfectly. She's a woman who's going to continue to get up and up and use the next relationship and those skills she acquired to go up. As much as the world is in love with Sierra, she's doing a great job of acting. You know what I'm saying? Like, She's doing a great job of, of acting. Like, think about it like this. As toxic as future is, how do you think somebody would be like somebody who Sierra is now? And y'all can say she evolved, but how can that person that Sierra is now at any point in time affiliate with a nigga like future? Any point in time. Any point in time. Explain that to me. This nigga future is the nigga like. This nigga make R&B music for niggas who nutting bitches and get mad because they get pregnant. That's the kind of music that nigga make. So how can Sierra be this person that she is now and at one point in time be in love with Future? And this ain't like she met this nigga when she was 18. This was damn near like, what, three, four, four years ago? This was still in Not the same room. Not too long ago. Not yeah. too long ago. So all I'm saying is the same shit that I see this chick is on. Sierra got that in her DNA and I know that's y'all love and y'all that's y'all spirit animal and I'm happy she happy but don't be surprised in the next few 
we find out what's really going on in the inner workings and that shit fucking do what it do and then unravel. But the nigga say y'all tune in to Nelly versus Luda. Yeah, yeah, y'all tuned into that. But hey, listen, we about to go ahead and, and shut this down. Hey, I, I'm also doing some on my Facebook Live. It's like a, 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 I always wanted a late night show. It's called uh, Last Night with Josh Adams where I do interviews and shit on there. This is like more relationship-based content we're going to do over here with the Detroit is Different brand over here uh, after dark during the quarantine. And um, that's what we do over here. Over there, I'm going to just chop it up about a bunch of shit and I interview people. I just put something up. So if you don't already, just go to my um, my Facebook, Joshua Adams, the video up. I interviewed, I, I interviewed, I interviewed Stevie Wonder. And I'm probably gonna do one tomorrow, and I'll probably chop it up about that Nelly shit on there too. So, um, won't go ahead and let y'all go to car again sleep because that nigga old as fuck. <laughs> um, shout out tomorrow one. Hey, and if y'all got it, hey, throw something in that cash app for y'all man's. Put something in there. It'll be appreciated, man. Everything I do is going towards the podcast, and what that means is I'm the podcast, so it goes towards me. You're supposed to be update, no matter what that looks like. That looks like for you. You're supposed to be up. Oh, you're supposed to update no matter what that looks like for you. You are supposed to date up after the fact. I guess to say, I guess to say Russell Williams is better in the future. I mean, I guess. Who knows? Who knows what future is going to become, you know, in five years? Nigga, you never know. He might turn into something totally different. But all right, y'all, man. I'm going to get out of here, man. Uh, thank y'all for listening to another episode of Josh Adams Podcast. Y'all keep staying locked in with us, man. Y'all stay safe and be cool, man. We're going to see y'all next time, man. One time. Peace. Yeah. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.